One of my subscribers was a kid from high school. Warning, this episode has explicit content not suitable for anyone under 18. Welcome to Truth Be Told, your favorite sex and relationship podcast. I'm your host, Luis, a.k.a. Truth.com, a.k.a. your favorite socio. Continuing with our commitment to bring you guys three different types of episodes, our group podcast with my co-hosts, Talk and Javi, DJ Crispin, and myself, a quickie with truth where I go on a rant about any specific subject ranging from sex, relationships, and everything in between, and lastly but not least, like today's episode, a one-on-one interview where I'm joined by a special guest and we discuss everything from sex, relationships, and so much more. Having said that, let's get started with the episode. We hope you enjoy. Today with me, I have the lovely Ash that also goes by the stage name of Consuela. So Ashley, how are you doing today? I am doing well. How are you? I'm doing great, especially now that I have you on here, especially after talking to you for a bit before starting to record. I know this is going to be a great interview. But before we get into all the juicy, sexy Consuela part, Ash, tell me a little bit about yourself before you got into the sex work. Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in a small town, I guess you could consider it a city, about 45 minutes north of Boston. It's like a little beach town, not a whole lot goes on there. So just not a very exciting existence beforehand. Now live up in New Hampshire with my husband and my three kids and my dog. And I am a science teacher and a soccer coach outside of my spicy life. Oh, wow. So you have the white picket fence and everything it sounds like. (laughs) Some would say that. It appears that way. So I have to know, it sounds like you have the atypical, you know, American family. You're in a committed relationship. You have your kids, you have your house. What got you started with uh, the OnlyFans and, you know, the sex work? So it's really interesting. It's kind of funny, honestly. So like sex work came into my life at a pretty young age. So I don't know if you remember and we're we're going to date ourselves here, but <laughs> chat roulette. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So Chat Roulette and Amigle, we like used to just hang out on there and we would make men PayPal us to show, uh, like we would show them our tits for money. (laughs) (laughs) And this was back when I was like a freshman in high school. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah. So this goes back a while. Um, And after that, I dabbled with like Canster and uh chatterbait and like those fun sites and this was way before only fans but only fans kind of made its entrance during the pandemic because yeah. obviously being a teacher i was out of work for a good amount of time so i was just looking to make some extra money and kill some time and that's where only fans came into play okay no i gotta touch on a lot of things one of them is for those of you that don't know chat relay and all that it is basically a chat room, but it's in a video chat room. And you just like the roulette part of it. You just random people show up on your screen. And yeah, most people tended to use it for like sexual stuff. Like you'd run into a lot of guys just sitting there masturbating, which is a reason why I stopped using it myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't want to be <laughs> yeah. sitting there and all of a sudden just randomly keep seeing guys pop up masturbating. You're like, mm, yeah, not for me. But that is super interesting that you started with that. Now you're, you're married, you have your kids and you came up with the idea to start an OnlyFans. Tell me how that went down with your husband. So, like I said, I've kind of been 
pretty sexual my whole life. So when I met my husband, that was kind of no secret. He definitely knew what he was getting into. OnlyFans gained a lot of popularity during the pandemic just because I think people were looking for an easy way to make extra money. But also TikTok became kind of like the hub of where these women were promoting OnlyFans. And believe it or not, it was my husband who recommended I create an OnlyFans and a TikTok for promotion and make us some extra cash. <laughs> okay, that man is my hero. <laughs> <laughs> well you know i come from a background where i enjoy the whole cucking thing so if i can get my girl into like only fans and then you know i feel like that would put me one step closer so anybody that's you know open with sharing that much yeah I'm, I'm all for it that's that's amazing now did he have anything to do with the name consuela how did you come up with that stage name so consuela it's very funny um this dates back to high school also there was a girl who was like the popular girl in school. And we all, like, I would compare her to Regina George from Mean Girls. <laughs> and myself and my friends used to call her Consuela because she was just <laughs> a horrible person. And when I was looking for a stage name, I was like, you know, I could go with your average, like, milf and cookies or raunchy housewife, or, you know, like stupid stuff. Or something that just really stands out. And I was like, you know, Consuela, I love that. It's so controversial. Like, you know how most people hear the word cunt and they cringe. Yeah. So I'm like, this is perfect for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. The whole time that we're, you know, getting prepared to record this interview, I was just dying with the name. I was like, it is so funny because I get it. You know, Consuela, it's clever, but at the same time, it's, it's funny. Now, the kind of work that you do, do you do work with other people? Is it just see yourself on your only fans or do you involve other men and women so in the beginning especially during the pandemic just because a lot of people were like hiding in their homes and afraid to collaborate or do anything it was just myself a lot of it was just solo obviously there was some content with my husband but as the pandemic kind of simmered down and people were more comfortable there i kind of branched out into some girl on girl stuff and most recently there was like a whole like swinger orgy situation so that was uploaded on my page recently oh nice now was your husband part of the whole swinger situation thing or was that just you does he partake he does partake he's not really a cock i know we've we've touched upon that a little bit probably get into it a little more but he is a wonderful cameraman and he does get involved somewhat <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome now and the reason why i asked if you add more people to the picture was again with the whole name thing like are you ever in the middle of it and somebody uses your stage name no i mean it hasn't happened yet but never say never <laughs> that'd be pretty awesome yeah because I, I don't know personally as a guy, if I'm doing it, I don't know if I can keep a straight face because I could just picture, you know, in the moment and then it comes out. I think for a second, I'd have to like stop and go, what? <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta like roll your tongue when you say it though. And that's <laughs> that's how you do it. So you, you got to put that little Spanish accent so it doesn't yeah. sound a little funny. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally get it. Let's Especially see. Let's see. Let's from see. the bedroom. <laughs> there you, let, let me see if I can do it. Consuela. Oh, shit. Let yeah. Yeah. You can use that in your videos. <laughs> Perfect. All right. A little voiceover action. I will narrate your videos if you want me to. I mean, I don't mind. I'll sacrifice my time for that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. We, we might be able to work out a deal here. If the podcast doesn't work, guys, then you know where to find me. Consuela's videos. <laughs> <laughs> the commentator. <laughs> I'll be like a football game. Oh, he's going. He's going. Oh, he's going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
That that would be hilarious. We may need to do something like this. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for you guys. We'll talk after the show. <laughs> Perfect. I've had a couple of interviews where I've had people that being into the sex life in one way or another change the way they look at sex were you a jealous person before that that's a really good question so i mean even as like somebody who's kind of like dappled with like swinging and like open relationships i still struggle with jealousy sometimes but i don't think it's necessarily like i don't think it stems from the sexual aspect i think it's more of like does he like this person more than me or does he love this person more than me so like as far as like my relationship with my husband goes i always say like i can share his body but i can't share his heart yeah no definitely yeah it's really strange like and i think that jealousy is such a natural emotion that i think we all struggle with it in one way or another but it's not out of control by any means and i think that you know being immersed in this lifestyle has definitely helped me with those issues that's kind of the vibe that i get that's why whenever i see people dealing with jealousy especially you know everybody loves to put their business on instagram i'm like dude just go swing or something you know what i mean right it will help you yeah I say jokingly all times, but I do believe that it could, you know, if you're afraid that they're going to go cheat, give them an open chance and you be there with them, you know, and once he sees you maybe doing something, he'll be like, "Mm, yeah, I don't want to do that no more. Or maybe he just gets it out of his system. It's funny that you say that too, because my husband and I were like just talking about this the other day and how it's almost always the men in the situation who are like, yeah, let's do this. And then when it's a situation, like maybe they're swapping with another couple or they're at a swimmer party or whatever it may be, it's usually the guy who's like, oh shit, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I could definitely see it. Like I said, I've, I've only had a couple of instances where I've lived out like the cooking fantasy. And my thing is, I don't like to come when it's what i'm going through all that because i understand myself and i know that a lot of times once i come everything my head clears out you get that post net clarity and i'm like mm, i'm not sure if i like this as much as i thought i did and i don't want to go through that there because i can see myself after the moment just being like yeah i did not like this let's get the fuck out of here absolutely i can actually relate to that too like a lot of times you know maybe i'm drinking or whatever you're kind of horned up like all right you know you're ready to go and then once it's done you're like this is weird <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it happens to me every time I masturbate, so I totally get it. As much as I recommend for people to be like, hey, explore your sexuality, I do advocate for maybe it just has to be a fantasy. If you make it a reality, then it might shatter it for you. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's it's just going to ruin the fantasy and you're not going to be happy anymore. Just sometimes it's better to be happy with a fantasy, to be honest. Yeah, I agree for sure. And like when it comes to like the lifestyle and like there's so many different ways that people play and experiment. I honestly think the best way to find out if it's for you is just to do it. You know, if you've had the communication and your partner seems to consent and is willing to give it a shot, then go for it. You know, you might as well experience that together. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. But that's how you're going to find out. See, ladies, listen to her. Ash Consuela's got the business for <laughs> now getting back into the whole sex work now is it only fans that you do i know you said you did the swingers thing but was that you know personal or was that more of a business thing so as far as like the swinger stuff and like ethical non-monogamy like that type of stuff is actually like very much present in my personal life business aside but however only fans is so popular nowadays that i'm very fortunate that like if i go to an event or i meet another couple who's kind of in this lifestyle as well a lot of them have only fans 
So, I mean, as an example, last weekend we went to a party and everybody there was like, yeah, break out the ring lights, break out the cameras, like let's record <laughs> content, you know? So it's like, it's almost an extra bonus. Like we're all doing these things that we love to do and how, you know, we just genuinely enjoy doing, but now we're also making money off of it. And you know what? That's awesome because that's one of those things where I'm even conflicted myself. I enjoy sex a lot, but the more I look at, you know, pages uh, regarding sex or talk to people and stuff like that it's kind of it's becoming more of a job less of just an enjoyment and even talking to some people i, I noticed that sex becomes just a job intimacy is you know what they have with their couple that's their enjoyment but the way it sounds like you're doing it it's like hey we're still doing this just for us and it's for fun and hey it's an extra bonus that is awesome yeah i mean the one thing i will say though is like sometimes like say when it's just myself and my husband and we're just gonna have an intimate moment together it's almost it's almost always in the back of my mind like hey should i break out the camera and make some money off this moment <laughs> and i think that that does kind of ruin things a little bit with like our personal intimacy you know it's funny that you say that because i'm a picture kind of guy i enjoy having pictures so when my girlfriend lets me take pictures at first that's all i wanted to do every time we got intimate i wanted to pull out the camera and i wanted to take pictures and then i kind of got to a point where i myself thought that so i'm like I'm, I'm gonna ruin the moment if i stop and go get my phone and start taking pictures yeah and like i, I feel like i'm not fully enjoying it i totally get that and you know what i hadn't thought about that when it came to you know doing only fans have you and your husband came up with like a certain way of knowing when it's okay yeah so i mean a lot of times especially with us and just our personal intimacy a lot of it's just really on a whim because we have the young kids we both have jobs so you know how the daily grind is like you just don't always have time and sometimes it's just that one moment he's like i'm gonna bend you over the counter or whatever <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely wouldn't say that we usually have a schedule, but, you know, once in a while, maybe like on a random Saturday or Friday night or whatever, I'm, I'll come down in lingerie with the ring light and he's like, oh, it's we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's yeah, it's just mostly on a whim, I would say. <laughs> That's awesome. I like that. He's like, oh, time for business <clears throat> yeah instead exactly. of instead of putting on a suit it takes the clothes off i like it i like that <laughs> it's so easy being a man like i have to go do my makeup my hair put on lingerie maybe some nice sexy heels get the ring light set up and he just drops his pants you know what it's easy being a man in the sense that he just drops his pants but it's in the sex industry it's harder for being a guy i want to say because we only got one thing to offer and if that thing is not really 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 up to par <laughs> Not many people are looking out for us. True. As somebody just watching porn from the outside, you know, a, a lot of times, even just for me, I like the natural look. I, you can come out with the messy hair. I just woke up from bed and I'd be like, yeah, that's hot. That does it for me. Yeah, I, I think that's true for a lot of people. So like some of my like, what I would really call like amateur moments, like maybe the lighting's not great or I just roll, I just woke up. Like I literally have videos where I just woke up and it was like, I'm going to give you head and I'm going to ride you. And I look like total shit mascara dripping down my face from the night before, whatever. Those videos sell. Yeah. People like that, like authentic moment. Okay. So this is a great question for me to ask. At least I believe so. I was having a conversation with my girlfriend about OnlyFans because for me, when it first started, was the allure of, hey, I might find my coworker, I might find you know, a friend, somebody that I've always been interested in, but I never thought I'd be able to see them naked or, you know, in a sexual act. Yeah. And that's what attracted me to it. I know now with it growing, it changes and everything does change. So now it's become more of a business. Now it's just finding people you find attractive, not that you necessarily might know. And for me, that lost a little touch for it. 
But for me, OnlyFans is still seeing normal people, so to speak, instead of professionals. And I, if I were to guess, I would guess that's why those videos do so well, because it would still be like somebody intruding into your personal moment instead of something that you set up for and everybody's going to get to see that. Yeah, I would have to agree. And I think a lot for a lot of men, what I notice is that they want a personal touch. So like when it comes to my like content, like one of the things that I offer is like custom video. So for the custom video, that could be anything. Like you can request whatever it is that maybe your kink or fetish is. But a lot of the men will say, hey, when you come, can you yell my name? Or something like that. Yeah. Or, you know, they, they really just want it personalized to them. But also, I mean, the thing that you get with OnlyFans that you're not going to get on Pornhub or X videos is that you, you can talk to this person. Yes. Like, you know, back and forth in a message like, hey, that was really great. And like, you know, whatever. So you're just getting that like personalized experience that you're just not going to get on Pornhub or anything else. And I think that's what still sells. Honestly, I think that's why it's still so popular, at least an opinion from a, I mean, I don't subscribe to anybody because I'm not allowed, <laughs> but you know, from somebody from the outside. And, but we'll get more to on that, what you touched on, because I want to want to ask you more questions of what, you know, your OnlyFans subscribers ask for and stuff like that. Now, in a little bit more serious tone, is OnlyFans considered sex work? And I want to say that at this point, it is, if you ask me, and sex workers and sex work itself come with a lot of stigma. Do you get to experience that? How do you see OnlyFans? being compared to sex work prostitution etc so i i do think that any time you're selling your body or you're selling pornography or maybe even sexting right or you're sending nude photos i think that all falls under the sex work umbrella so i mean when it comes to prostitution i think that's kind of like the most extreme version of sex work people hear prostitution and they're like oh my god i think that they all really do fall under the same type of umbrella right you're providing a service for cost yeah whether it's a photo a video or your physical body my issue with sex work is that i think that the more that it's stigmatized the more that it's illegal and people have to sneak around and worry about that they're gonna they're gonna go to jail for providing these services it's very unsafe you know so if for example prostitution became legal now these women are out in public people know where they are they have protection in a lot of ways they can go seek you know medical services maybe they have like an std scare or a pregnancy scare and they can go see a medical provider and say hey this is what i do for work and this is my concern and at that point, it's so much safer. So I, I really do hate the stigma that comes around sex work. I just, it's not fair. You know, it's no different than a hairdresser cutting your hair for 20 bucks, right? I mean, it's a service being provided for a Definitely. I agree and I understand. And that's why a lot of the women that I've talked to regarding, you know, OnlyFans and any kind of sex work, they're usually trying to advocate for, be more open about sex. Don't put such a stigma on it. You know, everybody does it and so forth. Do you ever find yourself having to defend it so much? So I will say that with the introduction of OnlyFans, it seems that sex work in general has become a lot more acceptable. So like when we go back to my high school years of like flashing my titties on chat roulette, <laughs> that was very controversial oh yeah <laughs> now it's like you know you're the mom next door has an OnlyFans, the grocery clerk the bus driver the you know anybody could have an OnlyFans, and it just seems so normalized now yeah no it does and i i mean i hope that it continues to be that way even more so 
Now, you touched up on people having just normal lives, you know, the bus driver, your neighbor next door. When it comes to that, are you open about what you do? Does anybody in your life know that you do OnlyFans? So I would say for the most part, it is separate. And that's only because of the nature of my job. Like, I actually work with kids in my vanilla life. And we all know that that's totally unacceptable. I think if maybe if I had a more acceptable career that I could disclose that I would be more open with it. But as far as like, who knows, like, obviously, my husband, I'm very open with him, my close friends know, and that's kind of where it's capped at this point. Like, I I don't talk about it at Thanksgiving dinner with my dad or anything. <laughs> so and I haven't told my boss. So you know, it's pretty under wraps at this point. Totally get it. Now, okay, I have two questions for you real back to back. One of them, quickly. Do people that know you're a teacher and do this, do they ask for like the whole school teacher experience? Yes, absolutely. So role play, like under the role play umbrella, the teacher student request is definitely the most prevalent. (laughs) That was what I was going to ask. I'm glad that came up. So second, since you do keep them separate, do you ever find yourself dealing with like keeping it secret and it being difficult to? So I I think the biggest issue as far as OnlyFans goes is, well, a couple things. So (laughs) one big thing with OnlyFans is that you have to promote yourself, right? Like you can't just have an OnlyFans and make money. So how do you do that? You go on to Instagram, you go on to TikTok, you go on to, I mean, some girls go on Facebook, they go on Reddit, they go on Twitter, whatever. Now, the problem with that is we know that anybody can be on those platforms. So... I mean, I could create a scene as like a, a kind of a harmless TikTok, but you never know who's going to see that. So like, that's kind of like what's sketchy about it. And it's, it's funny while we're on this. So, um, one, <laughs> one of my subscribers <laughs> was a kid from high school. No way. Yeah. So, and he used like his real name. So like one day I'm just sitting here, like going through my only fans and like the name pops up. And I'm like, oh, that sounds familiar. I just look and I'm like, oh, holy shit. Oh, damn. (laughs) People local to me are absolutely seeing my TikToks and then they're finding my OnlyFans and they're subscribing. And I only knew that was him because he used his real name. How many people are using an alias on there? Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Now, did your heart drop when that happened or like what was your train of thought? (sighs) Yeah, so I didn't really know what to do. I'm like, what do I do? Like, do I block him and piss him off? So then, like, I I didn't feel like that was a good solution. So I just kind of, like, wrote it out. And it was so awkward because he ended up asking for the craziest shit. (laughs) Oh, he asked for a special request. (laughs) He asked for custom requests. (laughs) Oh, I I have to know. What did he ask for? (laughs) He wanted a video of me naked being tickled. Oh, huh. Like, just tickled naked. And I was, <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, see, because I was about to ask, like, did you try to make it sexy or, like, you know, just... I couldn't do it. <laughs> no, just because I knew who he was. And, like, again, this is a kid I went to high school with. He lived, like, four doors down from me. He knows my parents. He knows my family. My cousin. You know, he knows everybody. And I'm just like, no, we can't do this. <laughs> you know, and that's what I feel like TikTok. I mean, not TikTok. I'm sorry. That's what I feel like OnlyFans is for. Like, for me personally, like I said, it would be, like, hopefully find my crush in high school or the girl that I thought was cute or so innocent when she was in high school. And I'm like, I always knew, you know? Like, now I know for sure. I definitely... If I was single, <laughs> subscribe for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Well, I think that's exactly what he was doing. <laughs> hey, well, he's still getting his money's worth. That's that is fine. Now, have you ever had one of your um, subscribers ask for something aside from tickling? Because I can see that. But uh, something else that you just will not do is there like a hard no for requests? Um. Yeah. So, and it's an oddly common request is like anything to do with poop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fecal. Yeah. No. That's. Yeah. Like, they just want a video of, like, I've had anything from, like, I just want a video of me taking a shit to I want you to, like, poop on the floor and then stomp in it. <laughs> and, I mean, it's just nasty shit. And I'm like, uh, you know, it's, like, shit aside, like, I don't want to clean that. <laughs> you should charge for the cleaning fee, too. Be like, no. Right. But also, like, I can't shit on demand like that <laughs> yeah that's true also see you gotta have this whole thing set up this is what you do you tell them okay look you need to buy high fiber meals ahead of time like maybe a week so you gotta pay for that weekly <laughs> meal plan <laughs> then we'll set up a time for me to do this when i'm about to do it we'll record it live so you could just we'll do it live so you can see it but i'm not recording it i'm not saving it and you need to have the cleaning person at my door so as soon as i'm done they come in and out and that's it see <laughs> the full shit package <laughs> exactly that's what you call that's it. so funny <laughs> there you High go fiber meals <laughs> i'm just saying you gotta make a whole package for these people if they're willing to pay then i mean hey <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, what do you charge for a high-fiber meal? Like, is this takeout? Do I have to prepare the meal? Because if I have to prepare the meal, I want to be compensated for that time, too. Oh, no, no, they're door-dashing <laughs> you these meals. <laughs> <laughs> Plus tip for the driver, exactly. at least 20%. <laughs> but see, then you can add to it. Then you could do those videos where, like, you open the door naked and the driver gives you the food and stuff. And that's even more content they're paying for. This is a whole system. Ooh, you might be onto something. I'm there. telling you, I'm telling you. If, uh, once I quit podcasting, I'm gonna go be an OnlyFans. What do you call it? Uh, not director. I guess you'd be a producer. And there you go, a producer. So this is kind of yeah. like my resume for anybody out there listening. <laughs> <laughs> I get first dibs. There you go. Yes, yes, you do. So I'll be like, yeah, I represent Consuela. This is gonna sound so funny. <laughs> this is her poop schedule. <laughs> <laughs> The okay, I'm, that's what I'm gonna title this episode. The poops. No, I can't do that. <laughs> the poops. <laughs> now, has anybody ever asked for like any kind of blood play? Because I know the people that are usually into fecal play will also be into blood play for some reason. So, I'm um, actually this is really interesting that you brought this up. So, OnlyFans does not allow that. Oh, so it, it's so strange. So, technically, they do not allow urine, blood, or shit. Okay. So when people make these requests or you're sending out videos relating to those requests, you have to like use like backdoor language. Oh shit. Because if you actually type out like urine or piss or whatever, OnlyFans will flag that. And then a lot of times they'll actually like suspend your account for a few days. Okay, so come on, fill us in on some of this language because my listeners might want to ask for some of this nasty shit, literally. Yeah, so um, blood is a big one. So blood play, like menstrual. I assume that you mean menstrual, not like cut myself with a knife blood play. <laughs> Although I'm sure people do ask for that too. But yes, I have I had requests for like menstrual stuff, which I personally don't mind per se. But like I said, you can't send it for OnlyFans. So they have to ask for like, like it's Aunt Flo. 
here this week, you know, or whatever. And then I'll have to get them over on another platform. Like maybe they'll cash out me and I'll send it via Instagram or Snapchat or whatever, because OnlyFans is weird about it. Tampon play is like another big one that people ask for. Like they want to see me put a tampon in or pull it out. Like it's, it's very strange. I guess you could say, but it, like out of all the weird requests I've gotten, that one doesn't bother me that much. Really? No. Huh. Interesting. Oh uh, yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, it's it's a miserable week, and <laughs> like I can't really do anything else. So if you want to pay me to just put in and take out tampons all week, then why not? <laughs> Doing it anyway. Has anybody ever asked you for one? Like, hey, mail me that. I don't think so. That's good. But again, I would do it. I would totally do it. <laughs> I would. The local mailman in your area is listening to this. Be like, mm, I don't know if I want to go pick up her packages. This poor guy. Yeah. He, he's seen some weird shit. The <laughs> Imagine you just see this poor mailman running, being chased by a you know pack of dogs, having no idea why he's being chased. Oh, they're smelling the God. blood. Give me. <laughs> that is horrific. Yeah. I mean, I do sell panties, like used panties. I sell um, socks. Like, people ask for my dirty socks. That's an interesting one. I've done, like, bras, hmm. but never tampons. So, yeah. No, the bras, I don't understand. The socks, I don't either, even though I have, you know, foot fetish. Panties, I get. Now, are all these requests only from men? Do you ever have women ever asking you for anything? Or do women even follow you on your OnlyFans? I have had a few women throughout the years. A lot of times... It's just like flirtation, sexting. They don't generally ask for any like personal items to like sniff or wear. The bra thing is interestingly enough, it's usually like a trans person who's asking for that because then they wear it. Oh, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Huh. They just like yeah. your style. It's easier to buy it from you than the store. I totally get Right, it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now you can start your only line of clothing. See, you wear it, they copy yeah. it. I love it. See, we're coming up with all these ideas. We're going to make you rich. <laughs> <laughs> us rich there you exactly see you're a team player i like it now being a sex worker and doing all this has there been anything that now you've tried that before you wouldn't have yeah so you do mean like content like stuff that i created content doing well anything like because uh, okay so what happens is a lot of times that i talk to people that you know or go into the lifestyle start creating content listening to podcasts about sex like this one they kind of expand their horizons on you know certain things they'd be like i would never do that and all of a sudden they listen to you know threesome so much that they're like okay maybe i'll do a threesome some people will never do double penetration now they're like hey i'll do double penetration was there anything you were you know that you didn't want to do before that now that you're in this industry you're like hey you know what let me try this yeah so the one for me i think is uh penis humiliation like it always seems so like horrible like these men would pay you to like make fun of the size of their dick and I'm like, this just seems weird. And um, I don't know, because like you, you do deal with some very intolerable people who just, they can piss you off sometimes with their messages. <laughs> so once in a while, you get like the one guy who's like, hey, make fun of the size of my dick. And you're having a bad day. And you're just like, oh, I'm going to let loose on this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and I do. So they're paying to for your therapy in a sense. I love it. I like it. Yeah, absolutely. All I'm hearing is that there's just a lot of positives out of doing this. I mean, for anybody that was, you know, not undecided if they want to do it or not, how could you not want to do it after this? I'm going to start my own. 
Yeah, you should. Absolutely. I honestly, I always advocate for men to do this. Like I've had a lot of guys reach out and they're like, Hey, do you think I could make money on OnlyFans? And I'm like, absolutely. Why, like, why would you not be able to? Well, give me your two cents. I mean, I know you have your husband, but if you were to follow somebody's, uh, a man's OnlyFans. Let me preface this with saying that I think that a lot of men who make good money on OnlyFans are making it from other men. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, like, I think, like, as far as, so I'm on Reddit, too. I follow a lot of guys who are creators for possible, like, collabs and stuff. But what I notice is that even if they're not homosexual, what they'll do is they'll kind of play into that a little bit. Like, a straight man goes gay, or like, can you turn this straight dude gay? You know what I mean? Because that's where the money is for them. And I think that's what a lot of creators have to do. You kind of just adapt to whatever's going to make you money. You know, that kind of sounds familiar to the whole idea that most male strippers, you know, are that strip for other men are not gay. They're straight. They just know that the money's really good. So they do it. I mean, that would kind of make sense. Maybe if even those same guys went to OnlyFans and they know that this clientele of gay men brings in the good money, that totally makes sense. Exactly. That's very smart of them. Now, I'm sure that you're asked to use toys while you do your videos and stuff like that. Is there a specific toy your go-to that you prefer using? Like if my female audience might be looking for a new toy, what would you recommend for them? So right now, my favorite is called the Satisfier. And it's basically like this like suction cup. And it's for clitoral stimulation. So, like, it has a vibrator on it, but it also has, like, a suction cup. So, you get, like, the two-in-one sensation there. That thing is amazing. Uh, the rose is another good toy. It's also clitoral stimulation. But those are my, like, two go-tos. You know, it's funny because just, you know, two years ago when I started doing the podcast, three years now, like, the main go-to was always the rabbit. That's what I kept hearing from people. And I don't hear that as much yeah. anymore. No, the, I mean, you can't go wrong with the rabbit. I think it honestly depends on like how you get off. So like the rabbit is a good tool, depending on what you're looking for. for so for like, for me, like if I want to sport, like I have to have a good amount of clitoral stimulation. So I get that with that, the rose or that satisfier. So that, that's where my preference comes from. I know some girls have like those huge machines that like <laughs> fuck them and like, they're so expensive. I've looked at them. Are they? Yeah. Like 4,500 bucks, not to mention that they're huge. And it's like, where am I supposed to hide this for my kids? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. 4,500. I mean, maybe if you get your money back from OnlyFans, but geez, that's, that's quite a bit. Now, is that the one that like just kind of thrusts? That you see in the videos that i mean i've heard of yeah <laughs> those look painful yeah. to be honest as a guy as a guy those look like they could do damage if like you move awkwardly or something yeah so I, again i guess like all women are kind of different on how they perform and how they're stimulated for me like i am a big clit stimulation girl like go down on me for a while we're golden <laughs> but some girls are all penetration so i guess if you want to get hammered on by that machine <laughs> go you, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now any tips for people that are listening and you know are only fans or don't know how to approach people approach creators i'm sorry the amount that they tip kind of you know change what you give them do you change your prices depending on what they ask for you know what's the best way to approach you when they want something that's just kind of like 
out there? So I tips are definitely the way to go. So like, if you're, you spoil me, I'm going to spoil you type of thing. So like a lot of like my fans, they will buy stuff from like my Amazon wish list as like, cause they're already paying that monthly subscription to my page, which is going to get them all of my content. But if they want something extra, they're either going to tip for that with their request or if they're going to go that extra mile they'll go to like the amazon wish list and like buy me something special which i always enjoy because like money is obviously great but like when you're going through my wish list and like picking something a little more personalized i think it's just it's a little more meaningful so i tend to spoil them a little more when they go that extra mile i mean that totally makes sense now on the opposite side of that what are your biggest pet peeves when dealing with clients i know you stated that some of them can be really pushy but what's the quickest way to piss off Consuela. <laughs> yeah, I would absolutely say pushy, you know, not respecting boundaries. So like maybe if you're asking for like some of that shit play that we were just talking about and I'm like, no, it's not really something I do and they keep pushing the matter. Another big one too is like when asking for like custom requests, because again, I work a regular job. I'm a mother, like I don't just have all day to just fuck myself, you know? <laughs> so like if they pay for something and then they're just constantly like when am i getting that video when am i getting that video even though everything clearly states like 24 to 48 hours so yeah that kind of stuff like you're not respecting my time another big one too is that like even though you're paying that monthly subscription some of these people just expect you to talk to them all day long like all day long <laughs> they just want you to sit on the messenger and chat with them and it's like no <laughs> This is not how this works for $10 a month. Sorry. Got to be a whole nother tier for that. And if honestly, if I were you, I'd subsidize that to somebody else. Maybe like half the day be like, hey, hubby, <clears throat> what are you doing right now? <laughs> you mind sending yeah. a few texts here or there? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny as hell. Now, what is an immediate red flag when you know you got to get rid of somebody? Like you can already tell this person's going to be a problem. I'm going to take the hit. Like you said about the guy from, you know, back in high school, I got to block them. So the high school guy, definitely eventually got blocked which was awkward because he was still on my facebook <laughs> oh, no yeah so i had to block him on there too and like it's just so awkward just knowing that i'm gonna bump into him again someday but another big one is like when they're asking for like personal information like you just you get like weird questions sometimes like hey i want to buy you something from this website i need your address oh hell or i need your full name <laughs> Or like, no, you don't. Like, you know, there, there's ways around that. Cash out me the money and I'll buy it or whatever. I would say anything that I feel like my safety is compromised. So you're asking just too many personal questions. There have been like some, what I would consider to be like nasty requests. Like I've had people been like, hey, can you go get a pair of your daughter's underwear? What the like, fuck? Like nasty. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. So like, that's just nasty shit. And you're going to get blocked for sure yeah i'd report that fuck just blocking i'd be like mmm, we gotta talk to somebody yeah. else about this shit that yeah there's there's some lines that you just don't cross you have to make those apparent like i'm genuinely not too familiar with how only fan works but like is there like a list of like hey do's and don'ts on my page so yeah i mean you kind of have free range to set up 
whatever it is that you're looking for. And, and maybe it's my own fault because I don't think I clearly outlined like this is what I'm willing to do. This is what I'm not willing to do. But for the most part, I pretty much will comply with any request within reason if, as long as it's not like some pedophile stuff or shit. <laughs> <laughs> the main topic of the episode. <laughs> oh, I know. How did we get here? Because <laughs> <laughs> this episode is going to be the shit. That's what it is. <laughs> No, lastly, you know, regarding OnlyFans and all that, do you have people that ask to meet up with you? Is that even an option or do you get people that press it? Yeah. So actually, thank you for bringing that up. That is another big thing. And it's so, it, it's annoying, honestly, because am I willing to meet up with someone if there's like a vibe and they're local? Sure. But, you know, you get people who are like, I'm over here in Ireland. Will you meet up with me? It's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Let me just hop on a plane, a boat, and a train and come see some dude I've never met in my life, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I get those questions everywhere. It's not just on OnlyFans. It's on Instagram. It's on TikTok. It's everywhere. Yeah, that, that gets old real fast. I can only imagine. I think that would be probably, like, the biggest one for me like if my girlfriend had one i don't know if i'd feel too comfortable with her just hey let's go out and meet somebody it would be a package i would say we got to go out one day we're gonna have drinks my boyfriend will be there if we like you we'll meet up again my boyfriend will be there if we do feel 100 percent comfortable with you on the third day we'll hook up for this package it'll be excellent yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that'd be the only way i'd be able to do it yeah, you make a good point there. And like, I've never gotten that close with anybody in that realm. Like I said, you know, we, we do play in our personal lives with other people. And it's not generally like people that I meet through the business side of things. But I wonder, like, in that scenario, like, say, if you do have a fan that you're willing to meet up with, like, are you brushing upon prostitution at that point? It would feel like it, to be honest with you. At that point, yeah. Yeah. I'd be a little, I think I'd be nervous just because it is still illegal. So you just don't know what pile of shit you're going to step into. Shit again. <laughs> yeah, seriously. All right, let's get into something else that's not shit, I hope. Ethical non-monogamy. Can you tell me and my audience what that is? Ethical non-monogamy is really just a consensual form of non-monogamy so you and your partner are practicing sexual relations with people other than each other but it's not considered infidelity so you guys have permission and there's so many different forms of this so like some people will have an open relationship where they play totally separately you know whatever you have the swingers that like play together with other people you have like polyamory where people fall in love with other people so there's just so many forms of it now, which one's the one that you practice? In your case, is it sleeping with others and not considered cheating with permission first? Or do you guys have that, you know, unspoken permission? Yeah, so for us, we definitely, we, we go with consent. So we are aware of each other's relations with other people. So for the most part, I would say that we practice mostly as like swingers or like a hot wife couple. For the first like several years that we were practicing um, ethical non-monogamy like we did play as a hot wife couple so we would invite single men over for like threesomes basically yeah nowadays it's a little more like swinging um group play at like parties and stuff like that but for the most part like we do discuss these things and we consent to them now a quick hot take since you guys are in a relationship like this and you just happen or he just happens to come across an opportunity and he were to take it 
that would still be just considered cheating, right? You can't come up to you and be like, hey, this happened. I thought you would be cool with this, so I just did it anyways. Or how would that play out? So, I mean, I it's one of those, like, you don't really know how that's going to feel until it happens, I think. I think that it would be a less of a blow than people who are monogamous, right? Like, we already kind of crossed that line. But I think at that point, you're just it's it's so easy to have the conversation like hey i'm kind of digging this person or i'm having feelings for someone or i there's this hot chick at the bar that i want to fuck like why not like run if i you know so i i think i'd be a little pissed off <laughs> right you're out of my videos this week <laughs> right right or at least you know facetime me so i can watch it right at least do that be, i mean take some pictures and let me know actually tell me i'm about to go do it but you already did it then send me the pictures no I'm just, no don't do that guys that's still yeah <laughs> yeah no <but laughs> allow me to participate in, in one way or another right so like we were talking about like cuckolding and stuff like that so like he doesn't really identify that way but i know for me like when it comes to like watching him play with others that's part of the excitement is being able to watch it so if he's just off doing it and i can't watch it like i just i lose all that enjoyment yeah no you know what okay so i completely agree with you because like i've mentioned before i'm into the whole you know cuck hole thing mm -hmm. so for me a lot of people like they misinterpret it and they're like oh well your girl can't cheat and i'm like no no she can definitely cheat there's cheating especially yeah. if she does it knowing that i want to see and i don't get a video i don't get a picture i get absolutely nothing when she tells me about this i am definitely going to be upset one because i didn't know she was doing it and two because she can't even pretend to that she was doing it for me because in my situation i made it clear that it's i love to be surprised i love surprises so if all of a sudden one day she just you know emails me a whole folder of her doing things i'd be like that is fucking amazing i wouldn't even question when it happened what i was doing i'd just be like you're the best but if it only happened one time and i didn't even get a single picture oh we're gonna have some problems yeah i can agree with that for sure because i think even when you're in the lifestyle you still have boundaries right like every relationship has boundaries so if you're crossing those boundaries, then I think you are kind of venturing into cheating or at least being dishonest. Definitely. So here's a question for you, because a few of the women that I've talked to, it seems like they push the subject about, you know, the non-monogamy, uh, the sex work, all that stuff. Typically, from my experiences and just from what I see, if a girl brings it up and she pushes it or, you know, makes it happen, the relationship seems to flourish and they're usually married or a long-term relationship. When it's a guy pushing it, most of the times it doesn't last. Now, in your situation, I know you're freaky since high school, thanks to, you know, Charlotte <laughs> and all that, but what was your husband's opinion of all this before it started when it was just you and him? That's another good question. So prior to us, getting together uh we both had like very serious relationships so we actually have children from pre previous relationships and all that something that like we i guess we didn't really know at the time of getting together was that like we are both like what you could call like serial cheaters oh, like like you know what i mean like so like i was never able to be like fully monogamous mm. like I, whether it was like you know being deceitful and cheating or like breaking up with somebody to go hook up with someone else yeah you know just like it was always like something like that and his previous marriage was the same way like it was you know just you just couldn't do it and when we first got together there was issues there like there was definitely like I had ties other places, he had ties other places. And I don't think that we knew what was going on at the time or that like that's who we were because we were so young too. 
And like, we just got out of five. I think I was in a relationship for seven years. He was in one for five. So like, you know how that is. Like, it's almost like a rebound type of situation. But it, it took a while to identify like, hey, like, I don't think either of us are meant to be monogamous humans. <laughs> like, it's not going to work out well. But you know, that's awesome because it kind of shows that you guys care about each other. Because instead of just saying, hey, let's call it quits, you guys found something that works for you. And not only was it beneficial to your relationship, it's beneficial to your wallet. I mean, that is awesome. What more could you want? Right. It is definitely a win-win. No, well, that is awesome. Ash, it's been great having you. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us before leaving? No, I think we pretty much got it all. Yeah, we got all the shit out of this. <laughs> <laughs> now, Ash, where can they find Consuela? Yeah, so um, my main TikTok was actually just banned. So that is super unfortunate. I do have a backup accounts which is cuntsuela with three a's at the end i have an instagram which is cunsuela 90 no t in there and then the only fans is onlyfans.com slash cuntsuela okay awesome and we will leave all those links in the show notes below so you guys can go and you know check them out check her out not only for the content just for the awesome personality you will definitely enjoy her instagram she posts a lot of great stuff on there once again ash thank you so much for joining us today thank you for having me thank you for staying all the way to the end we appreciate you listening to the full episode Remember, we'll leave all our links in the show notes below, and we'll leave all the links for you to get a hold of Consuela in the show notes also. Like always, we would appreciate it if you would rate this episode and share the podcast with everyone and anyone that you know. Again, I've been Truth.com. I'm out.